0: Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message already in progress. If people would just been willing to work through the conflict, they would have been better on the other side. But because people can't see them working through it and end up better, they'll just resist it. Again, placing blame. It's, it's somebody else's fault. They won't ever hear me. We, ain't, can't, we can't talk about that. It, they'll, they'll, just try to, they'll just try to put it back on me. No, we're all, we're all trying. We're all endeavoring to be better. Right. And so allow God to do a work in us. All right? Listen to this. Uh, buck your seatbelts. Your response or our response. I'll put it. I'll, me, I'll include me as, as well. Our response is our responsibility. And this, this is going this is going this is going to challenge some of you thinking no one can make you mad. Right. What? <laughs> Somebody just made me mad this morning. No, listen to me. No one zero no one can make you mad, dot, 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 <laughs> if you don't let them. Y'all hearing that? If you don't let them. It's my responsibility to respond appropriately. So uh, opportunity conflict is presented to me. It could, it, this has great potential. To get me highly upset. (laughs) But you know what? I choose to respond a different way. Why do you think Jesus said, why do you think Paul said, Paul said this, Paul says, render, don't render evil for evil, but render good for evil. Because as you do, you are, as you're heaping coals of fire, upon the head of those who've done evil to you. Sometimes people are influenced that don't know their influence, and they are, they, their whole motive is to get you hot. They just want to ruin your day. They, they, just, they don't even know why. I just want to get under them so much that they just go off. Sometimes it's just to see how much Christ... Is really in you. <laughs> and some of us, we fail sometimes. We fail sometimes. We fail sometimes. I tell you, I'm and you'd be like, <laughs> it's like you get a reality check. Because almost like God allows you to come out of you and see you. And you're looking like. And he like, and you come back in yourself and be like, oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all ain't never had one of those before? Like you watching yourself like, what is wrong with you? Everybody shout, my response. My response. Come on, say it like it means it's My response. It's my responsibility. my responsibility. Come on, shout, no one. No, one. I mean, no one, I mean no one, can make me mad. Can make me mad. Amen. 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 <laughs> they say whoever calls on the name of the Lord <laughs> <laughs> shall be saved, <laughs> shall be delivered. Listen to this, listen to this, let, a God, let God do a work. If you don't learn it, listen to this, if you don't learn it, you will keep going through it. Yeah. If you don't learn it, you're going to keep going through it. And so if, pe- if people push, push certain buttons in you, pop, 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 and you go off, and if you don't ever overcome that, you, they'll be able to keep push those buttons mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. That's Because they'll learn the combination. They'll learn the combination, and they'll lock it in, and depends upon what they're going through, like, man, I'm, I'm going to turn them pop, 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 pop. Then they'll leave two off on purpose. Go out about another hour and come back and hit the other two, Pop, pop. <laughs> they'll mess with you, man. But if you understand that you now, you you, 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 control, you control where this thing goes. You do. You control whether it's going to go right or whether it's going to go left. So if you don't learn it, you'll keep going through it. So really the reality is this, folks. You may be the one that's prolonging it. Okay. All right. First be the one. Y'all need scripture. First be the one. You might be the one that's prolonging. Why, Why I keep going through this with them? It may be you. Is the Lord. First Peter 1, verse number 6. Read to you all the message translation. Anybody close? Okay. All right. First Peter 1, verse 6 says, I know how great this makes you feel, even though you have to put up with every kind of aggravation in the meantime. <laughs> Look at this. Pure gold in the fire comes out of it proved what? Pure. So we'll find out what you're made of when the fire die down. You're either going to be made pure or proven pure or we're going to see some ashes. Because gold doesn't burn. So in every house, in every house, there's there's uh, there's some that's made of wood, uh, gold and silver, and there's some of wood, hay, and stubble. And when it goes through, those that are made of gold and silver is going to remain. The rest with wood, hay, and stubble is going to be burned up. Amen. Listen, that genuine faith, put through this suffering, comes out proved what? Genuine. All right, great man of faith and power. What's up? Can you believe God in the good times and in conflict? When Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your goal that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. Wow. Can I still trust God when my emotions are going through a five alarm fire? When every emotion in me down to my toes is firing off. Can I still trust God? That He can do a work in me through this. Faith is the confidence in God that causes you to act based upon what He said without any sense realm evidence. Come on, Romans 828. Come on, let's go there. Romans eight twenty-eight. Praise the Lord. What's our point we're talking about? (laughs) Let God do do a work in us. Come on. Don't, don't. Stay with me. Stay with me. Romans 8, 28. Amplified version says this. We are sure to know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a what? Plan. For good to, to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Amen. How many people love God this morning? Amen. So then everything you find yourself in, God can work in that and cause it to be turned into good. Amen. Doesn't mean a thing may be good, but it means you can, get, you can be good coming out of it. Because right. everything we go, to it, go through is not good. Right. And it's a lie to say that it is because it's uncomfortable, it's painful sometimes, we go through some things, it's not good, I'm not celebrating, I'm not rejoicing in God that I'm going through this, but I'm celebrating and rejoicing that I'm going to be better as a result of it, and as I go through it, and as I work God's word, and I work God's principles through this thing, I'm going to be better, that's what I rejoice in, I don't rejoice in the thing, you got it, so it continues to say, Romans 8 uh, 28, continues to say, verse 29 says, for those whom he foreknew, of whom he was aware that and loved beforehand, he also destined from the beginning to be molded into the image of his son to share and share inwardly his likeness that he might become the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30, and those, who are, those whom he thus foreordained, he also called, and those whom he called, he justified. Check this out, acquitted, made righteous, putting them in right standing with himself. Glory to God. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, raising them to a heavenly dignity and condition or state of being. What then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Boy, if you get that revelation, you're going to face any conflict with some boldness. If God be for me, who can be against me? Let's get, let's get to this, man. Because it may be designed to take you out, but it can't take you out. I said it can't take you out. Amen. So point number three is let God do a work in you. And sometimes that's the hardest place because it's hard to stay up on the operating table and be awake. That's why they put you to sleep, man, because they would have to strap me down. If they was have me up on the operating table and they pull the scalpel out, if if that surgeon says scalpel and I'm awake, I'd be like, oh, the devil is alive. (laughs) Wake me up when it's done. Right. Point number four. Point number four. This is a big one. Point number four. Don't expect from man what should only come from God. Wow. Don't expect from man what should only come from God. I think it was mentioned in doing praise and worship when the uh, praise and worship folks said that there's impossibilities with man, but there's no impossibilities with God. And a lot of times we put man in positions to fail. Because we expect them to do some things that God only can do. You with me? Uh, when, we first got, when we first got married, my expectation was that, that she meet my needs and she, she bring me fulfillment. Because really, I got married for me. You know, she would get some benefit because she with me, but I'm just saying, I got married for <laughs> me. <laughs> and most people get married for themselves. Hello? of you sitting by your spouse is yelling, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, really, it's, it's really, marriage, is a lot of times are a very selfish endeavor, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. and so, yeah, man, she, hey, man well, when I wasn't, when she wasn't doing her job, and when she wasn't doing what she was supposed to, boy, I was highly frustrated, <laughs> highly frustrated, I, I said, what's wrong with you, what's wrong with you, Where's the malfunction? <laughs> this should be easy. Just do what I tell you to do. <laughs> Doesn't that sound simple? <laughs> just, if you just do what I tell you to do, man, we won't have any issues. <laughs> what, 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 am I, what am I talking about? Jane, when James when it said I said, you know, we want our own what? way? What well, came through a realization through growth and development that it's not her, that it's not her responsibility to, to, to fulfill me. It's not her, that's not her responsibility. If I'm not fulfilled before I'm with her, then that's my fault. I'm just saying, that's my fault. Because she, she's not designed to fulfill me. God is designed to fulfill me. So now if I don't get my fulfillment from God, I'm definitely not going to get it from her. And so therefore I'm going to end up being frustrated. Amen. Like some some ladies we talked we haven't talked to to any in in a while some ladies you know they come in with the wrong interpretation of what it means that the the, the husband should be the head of the home they think that you know he should be handle all the spiritual uh, all the spiritual things and and, and be the you know the priest and all that in in a way he's a priest but he doesn't exempt you from your own relationship and they waiting on him and they and they and they stagnant What, what you gonna do? Well, he the head of the home. Yeah, he the head of the home. But if he ain't doing what he's supposed to do, you still have a relationship with God. You don't move him out his, of out his place, but you still get your fulfillment from God. So you don't be so frustrated with the knucklehead. He's that knucklehead? Okay, with the one that's not doing his part, okay. But we set people up. We set people up. You know, uh, we, we, we want people to make us happy. No, you choose to be happy. You choose to be happy. I wake up every day and I choose whether I'm going to be happy, sad, or in between. I choose that. Don't care who I'm with. I choose that. This is going to be a good day. You might be with somebody that's that's got two horns and a pitchfork, but you can still (laughs) decide this is going to be a good day. Y'all better hear me this morning. You got your lips poked out because somebody else got an attitude that you with. Let them have the attitude by themselves. Don't join the party. You know you have people come in there all bubbly, and then there's somebody that's already there got a got a sad attitude, and you and they they bring their bubble bubble bubbliness down. No, keep that bubbliness. What's wrong with you? Go wash your face or something. Get out of here. Kiss yourself together. I ain't gonna. Let you throw water on, on my joy. The Lord's been too good for me. Yeah. To me. Be sad if you want to, but I ain't going to join you. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down in your notes. We've got to go. Write this down in your notes. Psalm 33, verse number 20 says, we're dependent. Message translation says, we're dependent on God. He's everything we need. Who we're depending on. He's everything that we need. He's a father to the fatherless, a mother to the motherless. He's a brother to the brotherless, a sister to the sisterless. He's a wife to the wifeless. He's a husband to the husbandless. He'll stand in and bring bring some of those things that brings you fulfillment. Even though somebody you're with may not be providing. Are y'all with me? Praise God. All right, in, in our remaining moments, we just, I just need about, ooh, about 40 more minutes. Okay, let me, let, me, uh, let me give you some takeaway thoughts. Let me give you some takeaway thoughts as we uh, wrap this first area up, conflict. We're not done with the series. We're just wrapping up this first area about conflict. Let me give you these takeaway thoughts. Number one, understand this when you're facing conflict. The problem is really not the problem. What? I said the problem is really not the problem. The, the, the thing that brings you to conflict normally isn't really the problem. <laughs> it's a cause or it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a um, what am I trying to say? It's a, it's residue from the problem. Mm. But a lot of times it's not a problem. I always say this sometimes, I say this sometimes, we need to really major on the root issues and stop messing with the fruit. Right. Right. And see, really we come to conflict about fruit because we're unwilling to deal with root. Right. Can you understand that? Yeah. So really the problem, you know, some, somebody you know says something a little off and then they fly off the handle. It wasn't what you said. That's, right. That's not really the problem. Right. It was something deeper that they never said anything about, but now when, they, you said, you, when you said what you said, it just brought everything out that they ain't deal with before. Right. Got it? Because we, we've, we've dealt, and I'm more than saying, we've said some things, and we've, we've tried to menace some people, and just, poof, just an explosion, poof, just come out like, what in the world, what in the world, did I say all that? No, it wasn't what I said, it wasn't what we said, it was what was going on that was never dealt with, and now it just comes out all at once. Amen. And so just remember, when you're facing conflict, what we're arguing about, what we're what we, what we in conflict about, is really probably really not the problem. It's probably some deeper issues here that we, we haven't talked about yet, we haven't discussed yet, and so let's, let's try to get beyond this surface stuff, and let's go deeper. Because when conflict break, breaks out, accusations fly. Everyone believes they know who or what the problem is, but the real source of the conflict is probably not what people say it is because they're dealing with surface things. And that's where we come in with uh, this word perception. Everybody say perception this morning. Perception is a powerful thing. Perception is a process of taking into our minds data that's available to us and then causes us to have a personal view about it. So all the time we're collecting data and all of a sudden, we use this data in our thinking, and we, we create a perception of it, and that perception turns into our reality. Right, right. You know, like, for example, you know, for a couple of weeks straight, you'll, you'll come in, you may speak to somebody they don't speak back. And so that's data. You come in the following Sunday, you speak to the same person, they don't speak back. That's data. You come in the third Sunday, you speak, and they don't speak back. That's more data. So by the third Sunday, you have calculated all the data, and now you perceive that they don't like you. (laughs) And don't realize that they may be a very introverted person. They may be here operating in fear because they're trying to get out of their shell because of some past damage in the past, and they don't speak to anyone. But because they ain't speak to you, now you think they don't like you, but they don't even know you. No different than you went to school and, and, and the teacher said something to you, you, you came home and told your mama, the teacher don't like me. Now, why all of a sudden, out of all them students in the class, <laughs> that the teacher going to wake up one morning and say, I'm not going to like them. <laughs> but no, it's what your perception is. what you collected data, data-wise, and now you create a view about it, and now that's your reality. And so you operate out of your perception versus what's really real. Everybody with me yeah. so that's why we want to talk about experiencing life for real experiencing life for real it ain't about a perception because perception could be right or wrong let's deal with reality let's deal with the real meaning why, why is it really that we have this problem why is it ri- what's the real reason why you so irritated today it ain't because I'm in your space why are you so irritated What's going on in you? Oh, I ain't nothing. I'm good. You lying. You don't want to remove the mask. Okay, second takeaway thought. Praise the Lord. Buck your seatbelts. Hold on tight. Here's a, here's a thought. I am, whoo, the source of most conflict I experience. <laughs> oh, Lord. I am the source of most conflict I experience. We are sometimes having conflict within ourselves, which is the fuel for our conflict with others. I mean, you end up in conflict with your coworkers because you come in with a, in, a, in a bad mood. You was running late. Your kids had, had to use the bathroom when you was walking out the door. Why didn't you use it when you just got up? <laughs> we got to go. Traffic, extra traffic, you weaving in and out. People going slow, people driving slow in the fast lane, they tell you get the slow traffic, keep right. <laughs> you roll in, somebody got your regular parking space, now you gotta go two decks up to get your parking space, now you're running, you forgot your report, you gotta run back to the car, now you're sweating, you're all disoriented, ain't had your coffee, and you walk in and somebody say good morning. <laughs> Who says a good morning? But I have no good morning around here but you. (laughs) Now is it their problem? Or I'm talking about somebody, boy. I ain't called no names though. Check this out. You're the common denominator. I'm the common denominator of every conflict I'm in. No matter who you have in conflict with, you are always there. Isn't that amazing? No, it really, isn't that amazing? No matter who you're having conflict with, you're always there. you having conflict with Jane, you're there. you having conflict with Susie, your children, your boss, your friends. You're in every conflict. Common denominator. Okay, number three. Last one. Ha, <laughs> ha. Without conflict, listen to this. Without conflict, growth or change may not occur. Without conflict, growth or change may not occur. And let me say something. Let me say something. You can grow without conflict. But sometimes conflict challenges you to change sooner than what you intended on changing. Because if it's left up to us, we'll prolong it as long as we can. Word of God says changes. Okay, I'll take that that three years from now. Because I'm going through a process. You know, we love that word process. It's like we're more spiritual the more we talk about process. (laughs) But whom the Son has set free is free indeed. That wasn't a process. (laughs) That was immediate. (laughs) Any man being Christ, he's a new creation. That wasn't a that was immediate. Now, I understand processes, but some processes take way too long, way too long. Mm -hmm. With all this knowledge and all this word and all this understanding you have, it shouldn't take you long to make change. You can change in a moment. As soon as you decide to, that's change. And now you have an opportunity to walk out the change. So we use process too much as a crutch. Can't you be patient with me like God? Yes, I'm patient, but man, seven years? Seven years we've been around this fresh wheel? Seven? God made the, God recreated this whole earth in six days. You need seven years to change? Somebody's not working the process. Okay, let me, let me leave with this. Y'all, y'all don't have enough, y'all don't reach it in. I don't want to cause you to enter in conflict. Listen to this. We have much to gain from the effective use of conflict. Listen to this. Conflict will be there. The question is, how will we choose to handle it? That's the question. Because it's coming. Some of you before the end of the day, maybe. No, I'm just saying. I'm not prophesying anything. But it's coming. It's coming. But the key is, now, how do we choose to handle it? Look within myself. Talk to God, let God do a work, and don't expect from man what I should be expecting only from God.